There's a couple of things that I want to try and discuss or explore, but I think they're all loosely based around mood. So the type of mood that you're in on a day-to-day basis or an hour-to-hour basis, depending on, on the type of person that you are. I mean, some of us are, you know, we have ups and downs. Some of us have more ups than downs. Some of us have more downs than ups. And some of us are, you know, pottering along at a nice even keel. And that's just human experience. And arguably most of us are a mix of those two things. So we might have a year of being an even keel or maybe a decade of being on an even keel. And then we might have, I don't know, a month or six months of fucking down in the dumps. And then we might have a, a week of being high as a kite or a month of being high as a kite. It, it just kind of depends. There's a, a whole spectrum of moods and emotions and, and all the rest of it. But what has me thinking about this is, a friend of mine contacted me in relation to an episode I uploaded there last week. And it was, it was essentially the breakup episode. The thumbnail of it was, it's not you, it's me. And the caption was something along the lines of giving up the whole off the lead thing a break. And that may have detected something in my voice, which prompted him to text me and go, uh, you're right there, lad, because, you know, you don't sound it. And look, I was fucking grand. It, two or three days had passed by the time he had listened to it from me uploading it. So as far as I was concerned, I'd very much moved on. But it just got me thinking about it. And I'm perpetually torn between two things in relation to the recordings that I upload. One is that I don't let what the people listening think, I don't let that guide what it is that I'm saying. Because it it, it's not me anymore. It's me plus what I think the listener thinks they want to hear or not want to hear. So it's a weird way. It's a, it's a weird line that I have to walk because on one hand, I want to be original and I want to be authentic and I want to be myself. That's the whole shtick. Like. But on the other hand, I want to respect my audience. And I wouldn't just put up any old shite. And I don't think I have because I have a respect for my audience. And I suppose that's a respect for myself as well. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to put something out that isn't becoming of who and what I am. But even that, that kind of thought process is a bit weird because you can't get out of your own way and put hurdles up in front of you at the same time. I mean, you can't have it both ways or can you? And I suppose that's what I'm trying to, to wrestle with here. Can you have it both ways or can you have it multiple ways? So what I replied to that mate of mine was, no, no, man, look, I wasn't fucking, I wasn't doing great, to be honest. You, you picked up on something genuine there. You're not, you didn't imagine it like. But it was explicit, I think, in the episode that, you know, wasn't feeling it, had fallen out of love with the whole off the lead thing to a degree. It was starting to fucking get me down and piss me off. And I was left kind of wondering, what the fuck am I even, why am I even bothering with any of this fucking bullshit? It was just the 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 risk-reward ratio was skewed massively in favour of risk. So you're putting yourself out there and you're just lining yourself up to get shot, basically. That's at least how I felt in that moment. And I often don't upload when I'm in bad form. And the reason for that is I don't want to be pissing on people's chips. And now again, I, I get the, the contradiction there. You know, are you being genuine and authentic or are you thinking about what the people listening are going to think and how they're going to feel about what you're uploading? So it's it's a weird line that I have to that I have to walk. And for the most part, if I'm in piss bad 
humor, I'm not going to be in the form to want to upload something in the first place. But sometimes I am in the form. Sometimes I do want to upload something or I feel I need to upload something. Or maybe, I, like the last time, I hadn't uploaded something in a couple of days and I felt like, Jesus, if I don't fucking do it now, a week will turn into a month and the whole thing will fucking be behind me and it'll be just a fucking ball like. But at the same time, I was very conscious that, you know, people don't need me fucking giving out about stuff. There's enough shit in the world. I don't want to be adding to people's fucking strifes. I hate the idea of somebody waking up in good form and going, ah, happy days, fucking off the leaders and episode up. I'll stick that on. And there's me droning on about how fucking terrible my life is or how terrible the world is or how the oceans are full of plastic and how the sky is falling and we're all doomed. I I wouldn't want to make that my... my contribution to to society in that moment but I'm torn with something else there because and I've spoken about this briefly before this idea of the whole off the lead thing becoming an extension of social media because I suppose my biggest gripe or one of my biggest gripes with social media is the not the fakeness because a lot of what's on social media is pretty genuine and what I mean by that is when somebody puts up photos of them and their kids playing, like that's a genuine moment. But when they only put up photos of their kids playing and all you ever see is kind of smiling, happy faces, it paints a picture of their life that isn't really that representative. And I don't want to become an extension of that. I don't want people listening to me to think, Jesus, your man fucking Fran Osher, he's the best life in the world. He never has a fucking bad moment in his life. It's all just fucking summer in a bowl with that lad. It's not. And I don't mean to say that I'm fucking depressed or that I'm suffering or that I'm going through a bad patch in my life. Not not by any stretch of the imagination, on the contrary. Like the whole COVID thing isn't ideal. I mean, we're all in that boat together and thankfully seem to be coming out of it. But it's just a, a humdrum human experience to, you know, not be feeling great every so often. So from my perspective, what do I do there? Do I get out of my own way, as I'm fond of saying, and just be myself all the time, warts and all? Like, I like that. But is that a synonym for saying you're going to piss in people's chips every so often? And maybe that's okay too, because again, I'm not putting any pressure on people to listen. I'm not paying to promote this whole thing. People who listen, listen, and the audience is kind of slowly building over time, and and that's great. And... It's funny because there's a there's something stopping me from kind of promoting it because put it this way, if I was to give Facebook a tenner a month, I could probably double the amount of fucking downloads that I get. But there's part of me, and again, it's it's like that line I was talking about. We're all we're all walking multiple lines, and another line that I'm walking on is I want what I'm doing to be popular insofar as I I think what the things that I discuss typically are worth listening to and are worth discussing and are worth sharing. But on the other side of that line, do I need the stress of fucking thousands and thousands of people listening to me or tens of thousands of people listening to me? So it's, it's, it's a weird one. But partly the reason that I uploaded that episode, knowing that I wouldn't be in good form, knowing that there was a somber-esque-ness to it, the reason that I uploaded it is because it was fucking real. And I wasn't going out of my way to piss in people's chips. I was just explaining 
what I was feeling in the moment. Because there's a there's an openness to me personally. There's there's a an inability to keep certain things to myself to a degree. Like it's gas. Like I, I can keep secrets. I don't like keeping secrets. But if somebody has something that they need to tell somebody, and that person is me, rest assured that will never pass my lips. And it's a, a bit of a bowl of contention with herself because her nose has been out of joint a couple of times because I've been told something and didn't tell her. But, you know, we're fucking married. We're supposed to share everything with each other. But I wouldn't tell her something that somebody else had told me in confidence. But that's in relation to somebody else, what they've told me. Me, personally, I can't keep my own secrets. So, if I was to... I'm trying to think of an example. If I was to have, I don't know, a new business idea or something new that I was going to do with the podcast, but I didn't want to tell people for six months... There's no fucking way I'd end up just fucking telling somebody something. I'm a, a, a fucking compulsive sharer. You may have noticed. <laughs> and even like it's gas because that little laugh that I had there. I mean, that just reminded me of the episode that I uploaded. It was the first one in the van in fucking a couple of years. It was the one about the yellow fields, the oilseed rape and spraying um, crops with, I think it's glyphosate is the, is the chemical. Roundup is the, is the brand name. But a couple of people contacted me in relation to that and they loved it. And I think what they loved about it was it was more soulful. I mean, it, it literally opened with, you know, Hey, you fucking, I'm back in the van. I'm driving down the road. Up the boys and all the lads. <laughs> and it's funny because even doing that like out loud, because that that wasn't like what I did there wasn't it it wasn't organic. I thought of something and then went, oh yeah, I'll say that and said it. But it's after elevating the tone of my voice, my heart rate's probably gone up a little bit. Maybe my blood pressure has increased. I don't know. Maybe that pushes more blood through my brain, and maybe that gets me more articulate. Maybe it gets the the neurons firing a little bit more, and it just is a little bit more zap, and you're squeezing in more words per minute, and it's all go 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 go. And there's there's some there's something to that, and I I, I want both. I, it's not that I want both, but you need both. Both is the human experience. Like there's times when you're, you know, fucking just talking and it's slow and depending on the topic. And then there's other times that you fucking can't get a fucking word out fast enough and blah 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 blah. blah. But it's interesting to reflect on all of this, and the podcast has given me the opportunity to notice all these things because. We all go through the same shit. Like, I was going through all this kind of stuff before I ever uploaded anything or before I ever recorded anything. And most people are going through the same similar battles. You're not worrying about what other people are thinking about what you're uploading if you're not uploading anything. But we're all walking lines. And we all have to... It's all a bit of a tightrope. We're all, we're, we're all somehow walking multiple tightropes at the same time. And we're constantly, perpetually afraid of, you know, falling off the left side or, or falling off the right side. We, we, we like to try and keep on keep on track, so to speak. But it's funny, though, because we're walking multiple tracks at the same time. But like with most things, there's, there's things that can help. And one thing that helps generally, me more specifically, but I think, again, it's, it's more a, a human thing than a frano thing, is structure. 
And only in the last week or so I've started getting ahead of myself in relation to the recordings. I've committed to uploading five solos a week, Monday to Friday, and I'm scheduling them. So today is what? Today is Thursday the 13th of May, and this is Monday morning's episode that I'm recording. And that buys me, it buys me headspace. And it means that if I'm not particularly in the humour to upload something, I don't have to because there's already one scheduled to upload. And I can kind of wait for my moment for for that bit of flair or that little bit of fire or that little bit of an opportunity or, or gap in the day or culmination of all those things that make me want to actually record something. Because I think what was getting me down was I was feeling the need. I was like, oh, I have to do this and I have to do this and I have to do that. And then I have to do this. And that all gets a bit fucking monotonous and a bit shit. And you're and, and I ended up saying to myself, like, what am I fucking doing here? Like, you're just loading on all this fucking pressure for very little return. And don't get me wrong, I've, I've said it numerably at this stage, there's benefit in doing it. But you have to weigh up the, the cost to benefit ratio. And if something is costing way more than you're benefiting from it, it's like, ooh, that needs to be addressed. Because you'll just auger yourself into the ground doing that. Now, what, you're, what you want is to balance that out. And ideally, in a perfect world, it'd be not that much effort for a huge benefit. But for the most part, it doesn't really work like that. For the most part, it's you get the benefit equivalent to the effort that you put in. And I think structure helps with that massively. Structure helps you do a bit of work and get a bit of benefit. And there's balance in that. As opposed to not doing any work for a while, then getting a rush of energy and doing a fucking load of stuff and fucking being bowled over with how brilliant it is. And like, ah, oh, class, happy days. But then it's like for the next couple of days, it's like I haven't done that and haven't done that and haven't done that and haven't done that. And that builds and builds and builds and builds. And that type of pressure can be can be good in one sense because it can be a motivating factor. It can get you up off your hole and get you to do stuff. But if you want to maintain something over time, probably not the best methodology. You're probably far better off to... It's, it's, the, it's the hare and the tortoise story, essentially. What do you do? Is, is it fits and spurts or just steady and maintained? And what steady and maintained is, is essentially practice. I mean, if, if you want to learn the guitar, what are you better off doing? 10 minutes every day at your leisure, just strumming away, or 70 minutes once a week? Like s- Slow and steady wins the race because we're here for a we're here for a good duration of time by any animal standards. I mean, we're going to live to fucking 60, 70, whatever it is. Time is, is very much on our side. But a little and often, I think, is, is key. Because you, you don't bore yourself with it then, I suppose. And again, like different strokes for different folks and you have, to find a, you have to find a balance. It's like most things. And I suppose what, what all this has me thinking now is I've been talking in terms of the podcast, but I mean, you could just replace podcast with my life. What I should be striving to do is have 
a better life, I suppose, essentially. Not, and again, I don't mean to say that my life is bad. It's not, by any stretch of the imagination. But the little bit of structure that I've added to the podcast in the last week has made it more enjoyable. I've gotten ahead of myself a little. And I'm getting to pick and choose what I talk about, when I talk about, how I talk about it. And that's helped, and I'm, only, I'm not even a week into doing it. And chatting to Christy, actually, like that, was, that was an eye-opening experience. Because that was so easy. It was so incredibly easy. I remember getting, and I knew it was going to be. I remember getting into the car, and I sat in, and I banged the door closed, and I had a smile on my face, leaving the house on my way to meet Christy. A man that I hadn't met before. We'd spoken on the phone for five or ten minutes previous, just setting it up. But what was so easy about that and, and why I was looking forward to it so much and why I knew it was going to be good. Because in my own estimation, it's one of the best conversations that I've had and I've, I've heard that feedback from plenty of other people too. But why was, why, was I looking forward to it so, why was I looking forward to it so much? Why did I know it was going to be a good one and why was it a good one? And I think the key is because it was essentially getting back to basics. It was getting back to why I started wanting to have conversations with people in the fucking first place, which was talk to people in different loops. He's in the Union loop. He's in the United Ireland loop. He's in half a dozen different loops, like we all are. But his lifetime has revolved around trade unionism. So that was obviously what we were going to talk about predominantly. And he's essentially an expert in trade unionism. In comparison to fucking me, anyway. Or in comparison to anybody who hasn't devoted their life to it. So if, if, you've, if you've been watching football all your life, you're a fucking football expert. You might consider yourself to be. You might know loads of people who know more about football than you do. But you have to remember, you're in the football loop. To somebody who's not in the football loop, you're a fucking genius. And it's gas because I often get big kudos for, for knowing who the psychology professor in Harvard is. People think that's amazing. Like they're like, fucking hell, like you know your stuff. You know the different professors of these subjects in the different Ivy League colleges in the in, in the States. Like fucking wow. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm into that. Like, I mean, you know the manager's name of that soccer team that's in Bayern Munich, don't you? And the one that's in Real Madrid, and the one that's in Barcelona, and the one that's in United, and Liverpool, and Chelsea, and all the fucking rest of it. But people don't view that as any kind of expertise. They, they see it as like, ah, yeah, but that's just football. And it's like, yeah, but to me, ah, yeah, that's just psychology. It's, it's what I'm into. I mean, I probably spend about as much time per week listening to psychological discussions as you do watching football, because it's just, that's what I'm interested in. Now, I would argue that there's probably more value in being interested in psychology than there is being interested in football because at the end of the day we can't all be professional footballers but we can all be amateur psychologists but again that's me and again I've mentioned this idea before that we don't pick our interests I never decided that I was going to take an interest in psychology no more than you decided that you're going to take an interest in football you know replace football with whatever insert whatever you're interested to hear it could be art it could be playing the guitar it could be listening to music it could be going for walks it could be playing with your kids like it doesn't matter 
and a big upside actually on being into football is the camaraderie of your 20 mates who are into football. Like I barely have two mates that have any interest in psychology. I mean, I've never met up with a group of my mates, you know, once or twice a week in the local pub for a few pints and a lecture. <laughs> More to the fucking pity, but you know, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And it's funny because there's a there's a cost-benefit ratio with your love of football too. And again, replace football with whatever it is, pick your poison. But the, the more games you watch, the more you learn about the different clubs, the dynamics of how players get bought and sold and the, the economy that revolves around it, the, the deeper an understanding that you, you have of the sport, the more there is to appreciate. The more you put into it, the more you get out of it. And yet again, structure plays a massive part here because just bringing things back to to the podcast and to me and to, to my own specific life. I've been flat out recording solos for whatever it is, six months now. But it's only in the last week that I've put any kind of structure to it. There was a little bit of structure around doing one every day, but there's a fucking, there was pressure to that too. Like, But it was funny because doing one every day was easier than just doing them whenever. Because doing them every day was structure in itself. It was it was probably structure with too much pressure built into it. But it was structure nonetheless. And now I'm committing to doing them not every day, but five a week. Which gives me the, the weekends off, essentially. Now, that doesn't mean that I can't record something of a weekend for the following Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or whatever day it is. But there's a... There's freedom in that kind of constraint. There's, there's freedom in limitation. And it's, it's Jocko Willink's fucking phrase. He wrote a great book about it that I haven't read. Discipline equals freedom. Because the more disciplined that we can become, the better our output is. The better our output is, the better the benefit is. The better the quality of material that you can put out the better the return will be. And in relation to me wanting to put out more upbeat and lively content, the best way in order for me to do that is to have a better life, is to, is to, is to organise my life in such a manner that I'm in better form, that there's less effort in being in good form. That you're just, you're in, you should be in good form by default. You should be in good form more often on the back of what it is that you're doing on a day-to-day basis. And it's like fucking anything. It's like, it's incremental steps. It's like, how do you get to the top of the mountain? You know, one step at a time. But the mountain is your fucking life. And it's funny because Christy said something that really struck a chord with me. He said that... Um, you know, he had his three boys and his, his, his life, basically. And he was in heaven. And like, when was the last time you ever heard somebody say that they were in heaven? That wasn't off their tits on some sort of drug or other. And I was like, fuck, like, that's... That's aspirational level shit to me, like. And again, 
a half and Jesus Christ, 23 minutes, a half and bashed religion in 23 minutes. So here goes. Heaven has been kind of stolen from us. As the way I conceptualize it. It hasn't been stolen from uh, Christy McQuillan. He's fucking living it. And maybe I'm living it, I'm just too fucking blind to notice. I, I certainly don't feel... like I, I never would have said, and won't say now, that I'm living in heaven. Which has me wondering, why am I not saying that? Like, what the fuck more do I want? And I think this is where structure comes in. I think what my life has been sorely missing has been structure. And a big part of that is COVID because it's it's knocked me and everybody else off our trajectories to a degree. And it's just, it's it's thrown a lot of uncertainty into the air and uncertainty is stressful. But the vaccine's been rolled out. It's looking like finally there's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel and all that jazz. And it's funny because like this has been ongoing now for over a year, but it's only now that I'm actually copping on to the fact that it's not just the structure of the nine to five, it's the structure of what you do within that nine to five. The structure to your own daily existence. And it's funny because I've spoken a lot recently about capitalism and socialism and, and conservatism and liberalism and, and class and one thing about working class people is, especially these days, it's not that they're financially poor, they're time poor. They don't they don't get they don't get space in their fucking head. And I know they don't because I've been there more often than I haven't. And space in your head you can't see the wood from the trees without space in, without space in your head. You can't notice that what you're missing. You can't notice what you're missing without space in your head to think clearly. If I mean, if you're not if you're not thinking clearly, if your if your life is a fucking million miles an hour, you know you you've work and you've home and you've dinners and you've suppers and you've kids to bed and you're up and you're going to work and it's all go 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 all the fucking time. And not because you're a go, 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 go person, but that's just the fucking life that you've found yourself living. Because so many of us, myself included, we bounce off the walls a little bit. We're like a fucking ping pong ball. We're, it's like a ping pong ball being pulled back in a big elastic catapult. And the moment you're let go, that's like the moment you're born. And depending on what you were aimed at at the moment of birth... That depend that you know that dictates your initial trajectory, but your life shouldn't be the ball just bouncing off the walls, and it is to a certain degree, and it always will be in this, this times, and it will be in this times, and it won't be. But I suppose a big, giant, massive, important part of that journey is for you to take control of that ball and go. Do you know what? I've been bouncing off the same fucking walls here for six weeks, eight years, you know, whatever it is. If I could just fucking make the ball curve slightly this way and point me in a slightly better direction. And I suppose what spiritual leaders have always said is 
you know, aim for the highest good kind of thing. And that's, that's a trajectory thing. Where are you going? It's not where do you want to end up, it's where you're going. There's a big distinction there. And the little bit of structure helps. And it's hard to get the structure without getting the time to think of the structure. But you won't get the time to think of the structure without putting a bit of a structure in place. And it's a a classic fucking chicken and egg scenario. But fuck me, it's nearly half an hour, lads! I'm going to strive to put a little more oomph into the podcast for them to be a little bit more soulful in future. But I'm going to, the way I'm going to at least try and achieve that is by, I suppose, broadly speaking, improving my life. Again, not that it's bad. But that I, I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird one. But I think, I think I need to, to raise, raise the level, raise the bar in my own life. Raise the, raise the, the, the benefit. Raise the, raise the cost to benefit ratio, ratio, in favor of benefit, obviously. And structure has already helped in that. I'm, I'm putting out the same amount of material that I've been putting out for ages, but because of the structure, it's been more enjoyable, and I'm getting a break from it a little. And it's, I'm just, I'm just enjoying it more. So I think moving forward, in relation to what I started talking about, which is mood, the way that I am going to attempt to increase the mood of the podcast and kind of elevate my my mood the way i'm going to let me start again i want to increase the kind of soulfulness and the joy of my episodes i want there to be more hup yeah boy i'm the boys and up the lads and all that jazz and i, I want you know blah, 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 blah. I, I want i want more of that and it's not just in the podcast i want more of that in, the, in my life because the the podcast again just to, to harp on about ego and soul in closing the podcast is pure soul sorry 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 the podcast is pure ego that's all it is it's nothing but ego it's not nothing but ego but it's it's 99% ego it's it's me talking it's it's Frano McKeown talking Frano McKeown is a label on my ego my your soul doesn't really have a name it doesn't understand words it understands stories but it doesn't understand words so the recording your thoughts and uploading your thoughts, like thoughts are, are just ego. Now you can you can add soulfulness to it and Jay's uh, a half minute in the van in ages, up your fucking road, you buy it. Like that's there's a soulfulness to that. And I want to increase that in the podcast, but I can't authentically increase that in the podcast without increasing it in my life generally. And on that note, I'll chat you soon.